We're good. So last episode, I just want to say you were a little mean in the beginning of that last episode. When I re-listened to it, you were just kind of joshing on me real hard for no reason. I don't even remember. You were like, I was like, yeah, I like Vanity Fair. And you were like, they're fucking stupid. I'm like, okay. And then I was like, Cassie David is on, it writes for them. And you're like, ooh, cool. And you're just like ragging on me real hard. I don't even know who that is. I don't know who Cassie David is. Larry David's daughter. Oh, oh, cool. <laughs> oh, cool. Oh, cool. I like them. I don't now. know. It just, it just sounded like extra harsh than it usually does. Oh, I didn't but, mean it. I was in a weird mood last week. Last week was weird. It was. Well, I mean, everything was weird was going on. Shit was going down, you know? Um, Real quick, something I saw, like, I feel bad, but I definitely laughed when I first saw it. Did you see? So there was, um, there was, uh, the protest that happened in London, which, by the way, I was like kind of blown away that that was even happening. I guess it's happening all over the world. Protests. Yeah, it's international now. Yeah, but when I saw that there was a protest in London, I was like, "That's weird. That's interesting." And they were still talking about George Floyd. So. Yeah, man. International solidarity for the oppressed, baby. Right, but it's weird because if something happened like that in London, like that shit doesn't even come into our bubble at all, like from the mainstream, at least, you know. Not really. I mean, to an extent, but like there were sympathetic like Hong Kong protests in in America. There was like, I mean, that's but that's also in like major cities. But you have to also understand that London's the like their New York's like last year, almost a year ago. Well, last St. Patrick's Day, my dad and I were, went to New York to see King Kong on Broadway <laughs> and we stayed in Manhattan. And that must have sucked. Dude, it was fucking awesome. It was really Dude, cool. How did they fucking do the giant gorilla? It was a three-story puppet, and it fucking ruled. Fuck. There, there was like That's... six or eight marionettists happening, and the whole head was like robotically controlled by like four people, and it was tight. Holy shit. Obviously, the storyline was dog shit, and like the singing and the acting sucked ass, but like the fact they had this like huge puppet fucking rule. Like it was just like it ruled. It was so much fun to see that, but there were... um. I don't know if uh, I don't know if that was for the Hong Kong protest stuff. I mean, I think it was, but there was like a shit ton of like Chinese people protesting around like an embassy or like a bus station or a something like. Wait, just Chinese people? There wasn't any mm -hmm. like white people for solidarity or anything. I mean, I only saw like they were like chanting in Chinese, or I would imagine like Mandarin or something. But they were like, you know, it was like a but whole big like demonstration of like Chinese mm -hmm. people hanging out. Oh. Hmm. And I, I don't remember it now, but at the time I was like, what the fuck is that? And they're like, it's in solidarity with, I think there was like the Hong Kong thing. Do they have a translator for the chants? I mean, they're not really getting the word out if they're just like, you know, chanting in Chinese. To yeah. like their no, I wish that there was like someone doing sign language like there is now. <laughs> you know how like. There are always interpreters that are just like not doing the real thing. And then it always comes out afterwards. Like deaf people are just like, yeah, that interpreter was just fucking bullshit dude have you ever seen the video of like the um the sign language interpreters at like hip-hop and like rap shows no i haven't look it up it is fucking tight because they're like grooving and they're like doing the song along like in sign language it's fucking sick they're like getting it um what was i what was i fucking saying oh uh um, the london thing yeah Oh, yeah. So during those protests, there's a video that came out. <laughs> I They had horses 
uh, like the police people are on horseback, you know, the riot police. Is this the video? Yes. (laughs) So first off, I want to say it's surprising how the the protest is big over there, Mm -hmm. you know, like even how you said just now, the the Hong Kong, I'm sure it wasn't that big. No, when we were in New York and we saw people protesting in solidarity who were, I think they would have had to been Chinese nationals or something like there was maybe a hundred people, you know, like maybe 75 people. It wasn't like they were blocking the street. It wasn't like a rally. Well, this video looked fucking like, you know, there's, there's a lot of people, but anyway, one of the police police that was on the horseback, their horse just starts bolting. And then she just like, Hits a fucking traffic sign straight to the face and mm-hmm. flies off and like falls to the ground. And you can hear people in the background like, oh, like they don't know what to do. They're like, oh, there's one down. Maybe we can like eat her, you know? And then like, I'm not sure. That's just my interpretation. Oh, wait, wait. I'm- no, no. You're, you're not sure that someone said, let's go eat that fallen cop. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not sure if like it look, it could it could have been like the protesters were like, let's help her. Or they were like, yeah, we got one down and it was just on their their own, you know? And from my standpoint, I probably would have been like, holy shit, I would have laughed because I did laugh when I watched it at first. Um, And then I felt bad. But I think my initial reaction if I was there would have been like, let's get her, you know? I would have stood over the body and just screamed, we're the Bolsheviks. (laughs) That was a good one. Good job. It's my episode, though. I should have done it. Fucking asshole. Fine. Let's, let's, Andrew, rewind it, rewind it, rewind it. Okay. So, yeah. So go again. Um, so she fucking, you know, hit the fucking sign. She falls on the ground. And then I went over top of her and I was like, fuck you. We're the Bolsheviks. Podcast makes me realize how much I don't fucking know. Talking about how he's going to put a boot in your ass because it's the American way. That was fun. That was tight. I will. I'm going to be, you know, I'm going to, I'm in this, man. I'm in it to win. Historical trolling is the funniest shit. Oh, never going to have sex again. All right. We're done. I'm ending it. I'm ending it. We're done. We're done. We're done. There you go, Jordan. Now you got one, too. <laughs> now there's two <laughs> intros. <laughs> so there's anyway, what did, what did you think when you saw that? Were you like, did you feel bad? I felt. I didn't feel bad at all. I thought it was fucking funny. They released now, a second angle to it, too. Oh, they released a bunch of angles. It's mm. just like, what, what happened there? Like, did that, first off, if you're, gonna, if you're a riot police, why are you going to fucking use a horseback? I mean, all these people around, you don't know how a fucking wild animal, or not wild, but you don't know how an animal is going to react to, like, the stress of that situation. I'm sure that fucking, it looked like that thing just bolted out of control, like, random i mean first of all like having a police horse is like such an antiquated mode of like law enforcement and like a show of force that it's fucking ridiculous like i mean they still have them in baltimore all they do is just shit everywhere and like you can't touch them or like talk to them or anything like dude that's right they do shit everywhere and they don't clean it up no that's no they like the fuck it's it's honestly like it's only really bad in the summertime because they walk up and down the bike lane, basically. And so in the summertime, you just have these, like, hot, like, just arid piles of just, like, horse shit. Like, people have to, like, bird scooter trick around and stuff. Yeah, now we're both shirtless, baby. Yeah, look at my titties. You could hear that. You could hear that <laughs> nipple rub. <laughs> it's hot in here, man. I had to turn the fan off because it makes noise. 
Um, so, okay. I felt bad. I didn't feel you bad know? at all. I mean, I feel bad for the horse. I think they have like, hmm? what's the reason why you didn't feel bad? I mean, this bitch was fucking hospitalized right after. Yeah. That's what you get for being a horse cop. Horse cops should be obsolete. Like, yeah. But it's not like she chooses that. They mm. were all, if they, if they told you, Hey, go on horseback, yep. take the fucking Ferrari. Which one are you going to fucking choose? The fucking horse. Because you know what that means? That means they get to trot around a park all day and do literally nothing. You're not getting into high-speed chases on a horse. You're just as a, you're a show of force. You're a symbol. You're fucking chilling. You get to work Bonnaroo. When I went to Bonnaroo, there were horse cops there. That was very funny to see people who were on a bunch of mescaline try and navigate around the sight of a horse. I think the only way body. it would be fucking acceptable if they like fucking... Like, Put in a fucking police light surgically into the horse's buttocks, so there's like a fucking siren that's like coming out of their butt. Like that's the only way it'd be cool. Maybe not surgically inputted there. That sounds wrong. That sounds like. So what do you want to do? Just like stick a dildo in a horse's butt that has a fucking siren on the back? You sick fuck. No, that could work. No, just like on the back of the saddle, like something that makes no like wee. You know, like, I mean, they're scary to look at, but I've never seen them do anything more than like be at a less than brisk trot. But no, I didn't feel fucking bad for that woman that got fucking brained by that sign when the horse freaked out because like you shouldn't have a fucking horse at a fucking protest or like at a ride situation. Like that horse isn't going to do anything except do exactly what it did. You're such an asshole. Hold on. Can you hear those dogs? Yes, I can. All right. Keep talking. I mean, it's fine. I don't care, but. No, dude, like, the horse cop thing, I have no sympathy for that. Like, don't be a horse cop. And, like, that's what horses do. They get freaked the fuck out and they're going to run. Like, yeah. sorry, you brought a horse to a fucking demonstration that turned into, like, quasi, you know, not riot situation, but, you know, shit started popping off and you're on a fucking huge-ass animal that is known for running. So the yeah. So the animal that runs the best out of all other animals decided to run really fast i think if you know you're gonna go to a protest and you know all the cops are gonna be on horses i think mandatory all the protesters should bring a fucking carrot and just like have all the carrots all around so that the horses are start freaking out like they don't know what to do and uh because there's so many carrots around and then they all throw the carrots into a pile like somewhere you know in a pile at the same spot so the horses all run there and they all run into each other and all the cops like fly off it would be way cooler if you showed up with your own horse in full jousting gear and then just fucking stared at him. Hell yeah. Black Lives Matter, like fucking knights and, and armor. You Dude, know, honestly, that would be sick if you went full like knight's tail on it. Mm -hmm. This is for George Floyd and Heath Ledger. Then you just fucking you, you snap down the visor, <laughs> point the <laughs> point the stick at him. God, I miss Heath Ledger, man. Dude, me too. Fucking um, with the British thing, you saw they threw the slaver statue in the in the river or whatever in the water. Who did the city? The British did. The British protesters did. Oh, that's fucking cool. I don't know all slaver? the. Yes. That's like a monument or something. There was like there was a statue for like a famous slave trader. I don't know a lot of the like the actual like facts on it. So like whatever, but. There was just like a, it was near a body of water. It was like near a river or some shit. And there was just like a statue for like a old trader, like slave trader dude. And they fucking tore that shit down and threw it in the river. And then someone updated Google maps. So when you Google the fucking 
the um the statue, like the location for it's like in the middle of the water, in the middle of the little river. That's so fucked up that they have a statue commemorating that. Yeah, that's weird. Um, so what's it's, interesting it's about that? It's heritage, not hate, dude. Fuck up. So, um, what's interesting about because I, I noticed when I was a tour guide at DC, I'm an astrophysicist now, of course, but when I was a tour guide at DC. Uh, I realized that there's no like slavery memorials, right? So um, they tore up that slave block in Virginia. Is that where it was? Well, they have a they have a slavery memorial at uh, George Washington's home in Mount Vernon. There's a whole section that's kind of cool. That's like um, where his where the slaves were buried. Yeah. But so there's a memorial that's put there to remember them. But I thought it was weird that like you know. That there's no fucking slavery memorials in D.C. Now, it turns out during the George W. Bush administration, um, there was an, there were debates on whether or not to put up a slavery memorial. And they compromised. And instead of the slavery memorial, what they did was have the... It was uh, invade Iraq. <laughs> yeah. No, no, it was the... Um, the uh, Jesus Christ, dude. I used to know the name of the museum. Then the... the um, Museum, African American history history museum, the the newer one that mm-hmm. just came out a couple of years ago. Um, so that was, I guess, in place of the memorial. So instead of a memorial, like, now what do you think of that? Like, I mean, I think we should have both, obviously. But if you were to have one or the other, which one is more important to have a museum or memorial? For what? For, for slavery? slavery? Or like just for like African Americans in general? Like they're like. Some of these memorials are so beautiful, like the Martin Luther King Jr. memorials. Well, that, those are completely different things. Right. I think we should have both. Yeah, I'm we should saying, have both. If you, if they debated on having one or the other. No, have they both. Chose, they chose to have the museum. Mm. I know. I'm, that's This is now a segment, rhetorical. Choose one. Which one do you think is like better to have? If I have to choose one yeah. between African-American history in general or slavery... But the slavery thing is a memorial. Some of these memorials are huge. The FDR memorial is huge. It's almost like a little museum in itself. But so you're, you're so my either or is a museum of African American history or a memorial to slavery. No, a memorial like for the slaves. Yeah, right? I understand what you mean. Because DC was DC was built on the back of slaves. Well, the whole fucking country was, for the most part. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know, um, between those two. I would probably pick the history of African American like m- museum because that could have a section or a large portion be about slavery. Yes, yeah. No, I guess you're two. right. So but they so should have both. Yeah, they should have both. And I, I'm sure they're going to eventually have one. They have to. I mean Well, I mean they should have so you know that there's like that they're like that group or that like association or whatever where it's like the victims of communism. Yeah, well, there's that. that, It's very small. But I'm just saying, like, there's that organization that's like dedicated to like victims of communism, and they have like statues and all that bullshit. I'm surprised that there's not one of those dedicated to like the victims of slavery in America. They have one on the famine of Ukraine. Mm -hmm. You know, and right across the street from there is the victims of communism one, which is, you know, I mean. To be fair, I mean, they should also have a victims of capitalism. I mean, there are victims of communism. 
let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of shit that there's a lot of shit that you know I, I don't necessarily. I mean, it's very small too. If it was a large memorial, I'd be more whatever about it. But they should also have victims of fascism and stuff like that too. But no, I mean, I'm just saying that if there is like an association whose whole thing is like awareness of the victims of communism and then they have like their memorials or whatever, it's fucking absurd that there isn't a similar thing dedicated specifically to American slavery. Um, It's like, especially for like the African and like Afro Caribbean, like slave trade type of stuff. Um, Mm -hmm. That I mean, like, that's fucking wild that there isn't an association that does that. And there's also, I mean, is there, like, a museum dedicated just to the slave trade? Because I know that, like, you can do... There's a whole section. I mean, have you been to that museum? If I was, I was stoned to shit in high school. No, 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 no. It's new, dude. It just, it was... But no, I haven't. I haven't been a, to a museum as an adult. It was approved under George Wa- George Bush, George W. Bush. But, um, I mean, it didn't, it didn't get finished until about, like, four years ago. No, I wouldn't have seen it. It's beautiful though. I mean, we should go sometime. But there's a whole floor dedicated to it. Oh, do you want to? Do you want to go to the new Million Man March thing in uh, August? What time? Because August. I have to check the date. Yeah, check the date, and yeah, I mean, I'm always down to go to DC, go to museums and shit. Like, I fucking love. But Al Sharpton announced like we're going back. Yeah. So they're doing another huge thing. Yeah, that that would be amazing to see that, Mm -hmm. that to be a part of that. Yeah, I mean, so dude, DC is kind of cool. They do have some interesting memorials, and you know, like again, it's just kind of weird that they don't have a slavery one. They have one for the internment camps mm-hmm. to be like, look, watch out for like this shit again. You Did know? you ever go to the Holocaust Museum, like in school? I've been to the Holocaust Museum literally probably like fifteen times in my life. Yeah, I feel like I went at least once a year, starting in like eighth grade or seventh. And grade. every time I go, I'm like, these numbers don't add up. <laughs> Why are the doors made out of wood? <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. Dude, one time leaving the Holocaust Memorial, I like almost got in trouble with like the cops over there cuz like they metal detect you when you go in, but I like smoked cigarettes in high school. And so I like brought a pack of cigarettes and I, like brought a lighter and we were waiting to go into the museum. And I was like, fuck, I have a lighter on me. I don't want to deal with this shit because my teacher's here. So my plan was like, I'll ditch my lighter underneath the trash can outside. I'll go in and hang out. And then when we leave, we get like free time to walk around DC, which really meant we would like would window shop at like Urban Outfitters or whatever. <laughs> and like, so we, we leave the museum as like a group and I break off from the group and go underneath the trash can to get my lighter. And there's these like district like cops being like, hey, hey, what are you doing? And I'm like, what? And like my whole class turned around and my teacher turns around and shit. They're like, what'd you get on that trash can? What you doing over there? Because I guess they thought I was like getting drugs or something. And I was uh, like, I'm getting a fucking lighter, man. And then my teacher was like, what the fuck is going on? And I was like, I don't know. I tried to hide a lighter and it backfired. And he's like, yeah, it did. He's <laughs> trying to light the ovens. Yeah, that's it. I was like, man, I'm just trying to really make it authentic in here. Um, that that Honestly, though, that museum is fucking terrible every time. I mean... Ooh, that's a tough one. It is a very intense one. It's I'm not being I'm not trying to be I'm you know what? I'm not going to even say it. It's interesting. Okay, I'm going to say it. No, I'm not going to say it. Will he won't he? Find out <laughs> later on the Bolsheviks. Do you think like somebody fucked up at, like in the planning? Do you think there was an anti-Semitic planner for the city? that decided to put the Holocaust Museum 
right beside the fucking place where they make all the money. The financial district? No, like right next door is where they print like all the money. Not all the money. There's like a couple different places, but like. I mean, I doubt it. Yeah, but it's literally right next to there. Oh, wait, like like, the U.S. Mint or whatever? It's not the Mint, but it's where they print the bills. Treasury Department? I don't know who does. You can can go. What the fuck is it called? Andrew, what's the name of the place where they make the money that's next to the Holocaust uh, Memorial Museum? The Bureau of the Fiscal Service oversees the Bureau of Engraving and Printing at 301 14th Street SW, Washington, District of Columbia 20228. This is directly next to the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum. Dude, I mean, I used to be a tour guide. You say I should fucking know this. It's the. F- well, you don't, and we're moving on because Andrew already told us. Okay. So, um, you went to the protest in Baltimore, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I went this weekend. And you said it was it was more organized this time. You liked it. It was whatever. fucking great, dude. It was great. So, so just you know, I'm just wondering, did you make a sign? No. Did you make any signs? No. Nope. No, you're not a sign guy. Mm-mm. Did you see what's the most interesting signs you've seen? Oh fuck, dude. I thought about trying to document them, but like it's it's pretty like not chill to, to like take pictures of people protesting, you know? So I couldn't just be like, hey, that's a cool sign. Bloop, you know. <laughs> there were some I don't really remember any that like stood out. Um there was a lot of teachers in the section that I was in. Because there was like eight thousand people who marched. Like it was a really, really long march and I was towards the front. Um, but I like, I just remember there being a lot of signs that was like, I'm doing this for my students. Like that kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Aside from just like your general, like uh black Lives matter slogans, you know what I mean? Like there weren't a terrible amount of signs in my direct vicinity. I mean, I just, for me, if I were to go to one of these protests, which I should soon, I just, I've been working and stuff and like, you know, um, but I just feel like making it, like I couldn't do it. I love that people are making signs. Like to me, I feel like anything I would think of would be super cringy. Like I couldn't do it. And you know, I would fucking fuck that up. Like, yeah, it would be terrible. You I would like think, spell Black Lives Matter wrong or something. I would think it would be like too fucking cool as shit. And mm-hmm. then I get down and everyone is like, like, get punched in the face. Yeah, so like whatever. Yeah, now, I can I remember. I that sucks though, because I remember being at the march and seeing a couple signs, and even like telling Sarah, being like, "Oh, that's clever. Like that's cool." You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But like, it was so fucking hot, dude. I don't know if you can tell in the lighting, but like my sunburn. I see it, dude. Sarah's entire top of her face is like beet red, like uh face mask burn oh no mm-hmm. yeah the whole top of her face oh god she looks like a fucking pokeball but like it <laughs> but like <laughs> what fucking pokemon would, what would come out of that fucking face <laughs> which pokemon would come out of that face i'm not doing that um <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> the parade is, <laughs> the parade itself was tight. How come you don't have one? How come huh? you don't have a football face? Because I have the beard. I did get sun on my entire face, but you can't tell that the bottom didn't because I have a beard. Oh. Also, I had like a base tan from the last parade too. But the, um, you know, like 
the parade itself, it was great because it, um, I don't know. It like, it was really well organized. They had like the route made sense this time. You know, we, uh, we went to the jail and like circled around that. And that was really cool to like be in front of the jail and see all the people there, like really getting loud for it. Then we walked down towards East side Hopkins and then looped it back around to the, um, stuff downtown, uh, like the mayor's, the mayor's house and all that bullshit. But like, it was cool, dude. There were like, uh, like support staff the whole way, like giving people water and like snack. Like there were just like people in cars who just like pulled up and like, you know, like just like fucking pop the trunk and it had like seven cases of water and they're just like handing them out to everybody. That's fucking cool. It was really cool. The lamest thing that happened was some dude tried to like drive through, not in like an aggressive way, but he just like saw us stop and there was like enough of a gap for him to like start driving. So he just kind of like was honking and was driving through. It was a car whose entire body was an advertisement for God of War. Hell yeah. So it was, it was like a was fucking like, like a CRV with a car wrap. That was God of War. First off, that's awesome, but you're like a couple years late. Like it's time to <laughs> it's time to advertise for a new game. <laughs> that was what me and some random dude were laughing about. <laughs> Cause like, you know, everybody's like, what the fuck is happening? Who the fuck is this asshole? And then some the people are joking about like the gamers are here, like that kind of bullshit. And this dude's like kind of standing not that close to me. Everyone was really good about social distancing too. Everybody had a mask on, everybody was kind of stay, staying far enough apart. You know what I mean? That and, shit doesn't I mean, and, uh, but like it was cool because I was just kind of like, what the fuck is that? And then the, the dude like kind of near me with an earshot was like, yeah, isn't that an old ass game? And I was like, yeah, I, what the fuck is happening right now? You he know, paid so much for that shit when that shit came out. And then like, now he's like stuck, you know, he the only not- way I would respect it is if he like won it at like a raffle thing at like a Taco Bell or whatever, where they're like, submit your receipt for a chance to win this fucking sick PlayStation themed Honda CRV. Dude, in that trunk, it better be nothing but God of War fucking games, dude. I would have really been excited if he would have stopped in the middle of us and jumped out in full Kronos cosplay. <laughs> and then open the trunk and be like, free God of Wars forever. That would be so funny if he was just giving out copies of God of War 1. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't see anybody but- wearing any cool costumes. There was one guy who had um, a Captain America shield with stuff written on it. But I didn't see any like goofy costumes or anything. Well, it's not a fucking cosplay rally. Yeah, I understand that, but there's still like there. I have seen pictures of people who like ham it up. Yeah. No blackface. No, there is no blackface. That's good. Um, so we have to keep moving here. So with that, you know, I, you know, you see a lot of like, you see a lot of like signs and things calling for, defund the police and also abolish the police this propaganda happening which is fine we all, we know what it means but to the mainstream public like they did a poll recently and they did all these things they support black lives matter movement all the way up until they talk about do you support defunding the police and like the massive amount of polls is like no or like you know what do you mean and then abolish the police, which is like a definite no with the mainstream. Mm-hmm. Now, we know that that's not exactly what it means. So should we like redo this, like word it differently for the mainstream? Because, you know, what we're trying to do here 
is not exactly get rid of all police. We want to like we want. That's wanna, what I'm trying to do. Well, what I'm saying is like I think the next step would be like an agency of like first responders to deal with addiction and mental illness. You know, um, that kind of thing, or like you know, like the police is secondary, or like you know, just like defunding the police to a, to a point where like. Like, that's not the priority. We want to make sure the priority is uh, um, making sure that uh, uh, we we start off by trying to prevent crimes from happening mm-hmm. rather than waiting till a crime happens and then going after people. We want to focus on preventing crimes from happening. Well, there's so that's there's the step forward. I know where I know I, the radical position is different than like the steps. That yeah, we I understand to. that. And I'm not. I'm not going to get into actual abolishing police stuff in the context of what you're saying. Like, are you, you, I don't know. Should I read the eight can't wait bullshit? Are you familiar with the eight can't wait? Like the eight points of like reforming the police. It's this like list of like eight points that, um, like protesters have stated as like their goals when it comes to police reform. Oh, well, you know what? That's good because that's another thing I wanted to talk about is like how we need to have a concise. And I think it's starting to happen where we do have like kind of demands and things like that that we want to uh, present because that's the main thing, right? Like that's the main criticism of this is that it looks like almost like Occupy where we don't really have a clear like end point or end game, not even an end game, just like a fucking we don't we're not all coming together for like a specific solution let me let me read um this really quick to you so this is it's called eight can't wait and it's essentially like the eight um their whole thing is hashtag eight can't wait is a campaign to bring immediate changes to police departments so these are the eight like points that people who are into police reform not abolition reform want to be the main focus and it's something that is gaining traction on the internet uh, number one ban choke holds and strangle holds okay number two require de-escalation mm-hmm. number three require warning before shooting okay number four Require exhaust or sorry, requires exhaust all alternative before shooting, meaning that you like shooting has to be your your last your actual last resort requires or yeah, exhaust all alternatives before shooting. It's worded bad, but that's what it is. Um, Number five, duty to intervene. Number I think that that means that the cops are supposed to like make a priority of like trying to talk it out or like help people talk it out or like be more. That's kind of the same thing as uh, like requires exhaustion. Yeah. The de-escalation. Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing. That's kind of a, um, what does it mean when it's two of the same thing? Oh, here's, here's the actual definition. So under duty to intervene, it says require officers to intervene and stop excessive force used by other officers and report these incidents immediately to a supervisor. Okay. Well, that's bureaucratic and ridiculous. Number six, ban shooting at moving vehicles. Okay. 
Number seven, require use of force continuum, which means establish a force continuum that restricts the most severe types of force to the most extreme situations and creates clear policy restrictions on the use of each police weapon and tactic. Okay. And then the eighth point, require comprehensive reporting. Which okay. Me, you know, and they define that as require officers to report each so, time they use force to threaten. It's the post. It's the post's reporting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, yeah, no, I mean, so that's actually a part of what I also want to talk about with the Minneapolis Minneapolis plans to dissolve the city. Oh, wait, sorry. And this is all done by Campaign Zero. That's the organization that came up with this and it's being promoted. So this is a Campaign Zero thing. Hashtag I eight think, can't wait. I think it's great. Um, and it, it, se- it seems like a lot of that is uh, maybe a, um, uh, what do you call, when you um, it were influ- influenced the Minneapolis's plans to dissolve the city's police department in order to create a new system for public safety. Um, little not little buzzkill caveat on the Minneapolis thing. Minneapolis, the city of Minneapolis will be uh, reorganizing and defunding their police department. The county in which Minneapolis is located in will still have their police force. Well, so they want. It looks like what they want to do is put. I think a big thing on that what they plan to do is dissolve the entire thing and start over. Right? They literally want to like go through all the police that are employed by them, make sure they're all good to go. And if they're not, they're going to let them go and uh, like completely redo the whole thing. And I think that what I said before, I think they want to actually start that new agency of first responders that are not exactly the police but deal with addiction and mental health illness. So if someone calls and like, we got this drug addict here who's like nodding out on the street, they don't send the police. They send this new agency that is trained to deal with addiction and mental illness. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's a one that creates new jobs, right? And two, I think that's a good way to go. Now, the question is, are these new first responders that are there not to be a really a police force, but more of someone who deals with that? Uh, mental illness and all that are they still going to be armed just in case like you never know when you know or that kind of thing um there's a kind of a number of things there i I put on you sorry it depends like it uh i mean i don't know if they will or not there was a really cool article i saw that talked about like a native american tribe who kicked out the police and now they have like four like community security officers, basically they're like four like localized like law enforcement dudes, and they like don't carry weapons, and their whole thing is they're basically like social workers, but they're like like they could whoop your ass if they have to, but like they're there to like legit help you. I think that's kind of like the ideal uh, situation there with with those cops, but like I brought it up before with like the education, like like the American school system, the American education system, like basically through like weird funding and structural stuff, like sort of being forced to deal with all of America's like childcare type of things. Yes. That's the same thing that's happened with the police in this country to where anytime you have like think about all the different reasons why you might call the cops. Very few of those require someone with a fucking gun to show up 
So like if you're dealing with like homeless people, the cops have to deal with that. If you're dealing with like drug stuff, cops have to deal with that. Like if you're dealing with like dumb kids doing dumb shit, like cops have to deal with that. Like there's so many things that the cops have to deal with. And that's, you know, I'm not going to fucking ever be like a cop apologist, but like the reason why that job doesn't make sense. And the reason why, like, it's so easy for them to kirk the fuck out is because they just have to do too much shit. Like it's completely unrealistic to think that someone with what a hundred hours of training can deal with all the situations that they're supposed to deal with. So like, that's a very key part of defunding or restructuring the police is you replace basically like armed security guards with various forms of like social workers. Like, you need to get people in there who understand addiction to deal with the drug addicts. And you need to like get people whose entire job is dealing with the homeless people and dealing with like the sex workers, you know, and things like that, because this is why it's exciting to live in these times. Cause I feel like we're actually going to see something happen. Like this is actually really cool. Cause I really think Minneapolis and a couple of other places are actually going to be the leading, um, you know, cause right now Minneapolis enjoys a veto-proof majority, you know, mm-hmm. when it comes to this kind of stuff. So they can do what pretty much whatever they want right now within the city limits. Yeah. Just trying to figure out what to do. It's going to be interesting to see, it, like, how it plays out. Um, they're, they're going to be the model. Hopefully they do things right. And if they do things right, they're going to be the model for future uh, revampment in the police departments around the country. Yes. I want to piggyback. I don't want to steal your, your thunder. Um, but just a very short caveat. Are you aware of the, um, Capitol Hill? Yes. Thing that happened in Seattle mm-hmm. where they made yeah. the autonomous zone. Oh no. I was talking about that. I thought because there's a guy that like s- stopped a car or something. I don't know. Never mind. That must have been something different then. Yeah. Well, that shit all happened. There was like all the, like they used all the tear gas and like the dude did the drive-by or whatever. Yeah. 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 Well, the protesters took over Capitol Hill in Seattle and now it's like Chris Chania in Denmark. It's called the free Capitol Hill and it's an autonomous zone surrounding that police station. It's six blocks of like, we have seceded from Seattle. They occupied it. Yeah. They kept up all the police barricades, moved some stuff around. They contacted all the residents and the businesses in this area. You can find maps of it online. And they were like, hey, we're going to just like secede from the city. And like, this is like a protester occupied zone. And everyone's like, yeah, it's cool with me. Huh. Yeah. It's uh, it's really cool. I mean, I like, that's going to last before they fucking bring in the fucking National Guard. Well, I mean, the fucking whole reason they got it is because the fucking police evacuated that precinct. And so the protesters took it over and then basically took over like the neighborhood around it. And we're like, this is now like the protesting headquarters. Did they get a hold of guns and stuff? Well, that's a, yeah, they have not. I don't know if they got the cops guns, but they were requesting people who were involved to come and bring their guns and stay at the like the um the barricades, like the openings to like protect them. That's pretty cool. Um now how i mean it's gonna be interesting to see what they do going forward because yeah like you said that's like a that's like a denmark type of thing right 
Yeah, it's like Chris Chania in Copenhagen. Um, I mean, I don't think that this is going to be designated as like an anarcho state within the city, but it is as of right now, like a police free, like protester run zone. So that's going to be something that'll be interesting. Like I haven't happens with that. There's going to be such a hypocritical point of view for like what that fucking what's that guy that took over the nature reserve, the Bundy's. Yeah, the fucking Bundy shit. Remember mm-hmm. that? They yeah. basically fucking worshipped those dudes. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll see how this plays out. But let me... So I read you the eight can't wait points. Yeah, okay, go ahead. And now I want to read you the counter... The more uh, radical version of that, which is eight to a... Hashtag eight to abolition. Jesus Christ. Okay, go ahead. And these are like the eight points towards police abolition. Number one... Defund the police. Just completely defund the police. Number two is... Or number two is demilitarize communities. Number three, remove police from schools. Number four, free people from prisons and jails. Number five, repeal laws criminalizing survival. Number six, invest in community self-governance. Number seven, provide safe housing for everyone and number eight, invest in care, not cops. So okay. that's been like, because there's been a lot of criticism of the eight can't wait um, movement as a whole. And then also like the various talking points. And that's what pisses me off is like people don't understand that you have to go step by step unless you're going to have an armed revolution and force this shit on people. And I doubt anyone is going to. And you have to take it step by step. Well, the the counter. That's, I mean, nobody in the mainstream is going to go for that. Well, the 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 thinking behind the abolition opposed to reform as a step towards abolition is it's going to cost a lot of money to do these like reformative steps and like the retraining and everything. And it would be cheaper and easier to just get rid of them all and actually start over, but not rebuild a police force. You know, so like how much money will it cost to train all of these cops to now shoot them in the leg or like, here's how you talk to a person cop instead of just being like, fuck you guys. Like, we're not doing cops anymore. We're doing other shit. Like that's none of that matters because no one's going to go for it. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the main you got to think about the mainstream here. What can you get in these people's minds and get them to understand? This is why the you have to. It's the same reason why, like. People don't understand the whole looting and shit like and the destruction of private property because they don't understand that what what you're like, like how we said about how, like, you know, they're not people are going to be pretty upset if the police decide to go and protect a target over people's lives. But right now they don't even understand that. They just see the whole, you know, the mainstream is not going to go for that. That's all I'm trying to say is like you have to go step by step in this country. You have to go step by step unless you do an armed takeover. No one's willing to do that. Or if they are there, no one's no one has stepped up yet. And, you know, I'm not one to talk. I I haven't even been to a protest yet, but I'm just saying I hate when I say that because I say that way too much. I got to stop saying that. But something um, funny that I've been thinking about with that whole like I've been to a protest thing is like if you talk to people who were around for like the first civil rights Uh, protest stuff like back in the day with like MLK and all that stuff and they have like their war stories of like yeah man I got real fucked up like I got attacked by the dogs like I got the hoses and shit 
And that's like a very common thing for people to say. But now that like we're doing the second civil rights stuff and there's so many people who aren't like there are a lot of people who are getting their shit fucked up and like that shit is fucking crazy. And like there are people who are getting arrested and you should donate to your local bail fund. But that being said, a majority of the people are going to be like, yeah, man, that shit was fucking crazy. Like I got so fucked up. I got such a bad sunburn that day. Like, man, like the supply tent ran out of granola bars and I was so fucking hungry. Like, I mean, I haven't gotten off the couch in two weeks and like I had to walk two miles and God damn, did my feet hurt. Yeah. I've just been listening to a lot of people that I like not look up to, but listen to on like podcasts and stuff. A lot of them, uh, a lot of them are okay with the looting, but some of them have said, I can't excuse the looting or whatever. And it's obvious that they're part of the mainstream and they support the black lives matter movement, but they stop at the looting and the destruction of private property because they don't understand what, like they don't understand fully, you know what I mean? And the propaganda that the, that we are putting out there is just too radical for them. We're not, we're not like advertising it in a productive way for them to really understand. Um, but then, yeah, I, I have a lot here, so I want to, I want to keep going. Um, first, real quick, I just want to say, uh, Trump, you know, he's down really bad in the polls against Biden right now, which is really interesting. And his whole anti-Antifa thing is not working. I mean, no one's talking about it. I don't really see anything about it. Like, uh, it's not catching on, which is a good thing, which is really The cool. only people I've seen who give a shit about it are weird Western Maryland, like, Fox News people. And then, like, what was his name? Andy No. Andy, I don't know. Andy Nuo, the dude from fucking Oregon who... Like, got hit with the milkshake at the protest. He's one of those, like... Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, one of those, like, right-wing provocateur guys who says he's a journalist. Like, that crowd are the only people who I've seen be like, President Trump's going to finally outlaw these Antifa thugs. Like, the rest of it's just people being like, this is dumb, and, like, you're dumb. Yeah, I think it's clear that people see that this is not just an Antifa thing. I mean, it is a very dangerous... seed that he has planted because it now has like people our parents age aware of what anti like antifa is it is funny also someone else on another podcast brought up how they say antifa and some people say in a weird way like they're saying hezbollah you know it's like al-qaeda antifa like they make it sound like kind of weird and like foreign almost Yeah. yeah but no i mean it is the damage has already been done in the sense that now like and like Antifa. I think Antifa, I think people that claim to be of the ideology of Antifa are not even claiming themselves to be Antifa right now to, to get away from that. I think they understand that it's not more important to, to classify yourself as that rather than the bigger movement of like staying away from that. So even people that like, con- like contribute to that or really identify as that are probably not going out and like pretending to be that right now because of this if you're gonna i don't know like if you want to say you're it's it i don't know it it like most people most people are anti-fascist and they don't fucking know it well that's the thing too is it's like just fucking act like you're an anti-fascist you don't need to like have this big performative like facebook rant about like i am antifa and if you can't handle this mother then delete me now i guess i'm a terrorist like shut the fuck up clark like that dude on box is really annoying you know he's yeah like oh you mean everything that they fucking do fuck you dude box is pretty cool they do some cool shit you know it you watch their videos and you're like that's cool no i i tried to listen to ezra klein's show they're too 
I'm not talking about as your client. I'm talking about just the little info videos that they do are really cool. Yeah, they they're do fine. Really they're, they're, they're fine for for like a mainstream out like they, like them. They are fine. I just find them to be a little too libby sometimes, and I they lose me. Okay. They're a little well, too leg shot for me. They're a little too libtard for you. No fucking yeah. Why also why has no one taken the Joe Biden leg shot, shoot him in the leg thing, and like either did a fucking uh joke about the like the fucking DC character dead shot, but it's just Biden shooting people in the leg and he can't ever miss called leg shot. Or <laughs> like fucking um uh oh no, that's the other one. The other one wouldn't work. I was thinking one where like you did like a Migos thing like with takeoff, but instead just it's leg shot. But that was supposed to be for some reason like in the moment I thought that his name was like Deadshot too or something. So that one won't work. Well, it doesn't work with me because I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Batman. <laughs> there's a villain named Deadshot. I know Deadshot. He's Batman. Yeah. I he, thought I, I thought I knew he was DC Universe, but I didn't know exactly he was Batman. He's DC. Yeah. Will Smith's character in Suicide Squad. Yes, exactly. So Joe Biden did the whole thing where he's like, cops shouldn't shoot people to kill him. He, they should just shoot him in the leg. Is that Deadshot? No. Does he but, do that? No, dude. That but I'm saying that Biden should have, like, then people started, like, doing hashtag leg shot and calling, like, Biden leg shot. So then I was like, why hasn't anyone made this, like, joke about instead of Deadshot, it's leg shot, but it's Biden dressed up like a mercenary. Oh, well, you just did it. Someone should do it. Maybe I'll draw it. You never know. Um, so also this is crazy. So, oh, I have to mention this. I want your take on this because I thought about it pretty seriously for a while because I listened to a couple people talk about it. So Mitt Romney joins the protests in DC mm -hmm. saying to a reporter, we need a voice against racism. We need to stand up and say black lives matter. Is he fucking planning on running for president or something i mean nah. what the fuck now this is really i look romney said a bunch of fucked up things when he was running it was a fucking battle against obama and the whole 46 percent thing and like he's got a lot of problems but um romney's father actually marched in the civil rights movement do you think this is like his way of i mean he already said i think he said he's gonna vote for biden mm -hmm. you did it's fucking that's look it's cool. I think that's awesome. Mitt? I think that's really... And he's the only one that voted to impeach Trump. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is like... We need this. Like, whatever you think about Romney, of course. Yeah. Douchebag. But this is kind of cool. I, I, I don't hate him for this. Mitt Romney's an interesting character in, like, the Republican, like, political spectrum because he gets a lot of shit for going against Trump. I don't really know how he felt with like Bush type of stuff, but like Romney kind of has this like weird, like I'm the good guy vibe. That's like kind of what he tries to portray because he's like a Mormon and shit. And so like, I don't know, like you see, and it's, let's, let's be fair. He was a Mormon at the time where Mormonism didn't allow blacks in their churches, Yeah, yeah, yeah. but people can evolve. And his dad even marched in the civil rights. Well, that's what I'm saying. This is probably like supposed to be a connection to his father carrying on the legacy. It looks good for the Romney brand. Like he owns a bunch of shit. Like he's a fucking. Any mystery. Republican going out there and just saying, hey, black lives matter. I give him a couple tokens. And Romney, I'm giving him a couple tokens. I'm you hear that him Romney? You get a couple tokens.
I'm I'm like going, you know, the machines when you go to the fucking like um, arcade and they require two 25 cent slots. So you have to put in 50 cents instead of just 25 cents. I'm going to give them the full 50 cents. I'm going to give them two quarters. You hear that? Mitt Romney, you get two quarters. Just come on down to Baltimore and Jordan will give you your two quarters. But no, I think that that's, that's an interesting thing to bring up because you see so many Republicans kind of talk about like being a Christian or being having faith and really trying to get like this religious aspect, this religious vote thing happen, right? They want to be like, I'm a Christian, like I'm a good person, blah, blah, blah. But then that's always like a big critique against a lot of the GOP right now is like, you say you're a Christian, but you're not fucking acting like a Christian, right? If you were actually following the teachings of Christ and you'd be a nice guy and you guys are all pig fucking pieces of shit. It's interesting that the Mormon, Mitt Romney, and I don't know how, you know, how much of this is political, how much of this is like his genuine beliefs, but like he's one of the religious people in like very outwardly religious people in government who are kind of being like, guys, I'm religious and this is the right thing to do. You know what I mean? Like, it is very yeah. interesting that the Mormon is the one who's like, uh. It's very interesting considering the Mormons church's past of being fucking racist as fuck. Um, so I actually, I give him two thumbs up on this. I, he's, he's awesome in my book right now. Obviously, I don't give a fuck about him, really. But, like, this is a cool moment. Also, George W. Bush, he did the same kind of thing. Colin Powell, another, he's a black Republican. He fucking... Who was it? Said, he, he said he's voting for Biden. Biden's a good friend of his. He's going to do it. I mean, Colin Powell also voted for Obama. Was it Rumsfeld who came out with W. Bush and said that they're voting for Biden? I think so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's I don't really know if that's... Whatever you think, it's important to have these fucking mainstream center Republicans come out and fucking vilify Trump like this. I think this is a good thing. And the fact that Trump is down in the polls this much is really cool. I mean, he was he is. It's double digits, right? I don't follow the polls, but it's like 13, right? It's 14 percent. And it's more than Hillary was at any point in any time. And this is at the beginning. I mean, this is beginning. So, I mean, this is, like, pretty fucking cool. Which brings me to my last point. Now, You're making wonderful have... time also, Jordan. Are we? Yeah. We're at 53 minutes. So, the, for your I last mean, point, this has been paced very well. It's Okay, it's my last point, but actually, we can keep going and, like, talk about little things. Because we're ha- I think this is good. We're having a good... There's not a lot of jokes in this one, which is unfortunate. I, I'm sorry, guys. Like, we're supposed to be trying to be funny sometimes but sometimes we have to be a little bit serious um actually we had some good ones in the beginning it's always yeah, this isn't you. like some of my gloom and doom ones where i'm just like here's how we smash the goddamn state like yeah yeah you need to be better like put some jokes in there man. get ready for next week or the next time we record because uh i got a lot of uh whoppers um okay get ready for white uh, right wing meme watch because it's <laughs> thick this week fuck yeah well, you know, with the George Floyd thing happening, it's really hard to write jokes or like, you know, you, we have not done very good on like being funny. No, dude, but, shit's been heavy. I was really grumpy last week. Sorry if I was being a dick to you. You were just a dick in the beginning. I was just like, come on, man. I like fan. I do actually legitimately like Vanity Fair. I think they have a like they're writers for whatever it is. It could be about shoes and they're 
it's pretty good writing all around. Yeah. Like, I'm just saying, I just, I just like it. Um, so we had both talked about many times how we would never vote for Biden. Mm-hmm. Right. But I've been listening to some people and like, I've been listening to things and I think I'm rethinking my vote because I asked myself this. This is the important thing I asked myself. If I'm watching on election night and hear that Trump is defeated, will that just make me smile? Just that. Will that just hearing that he's defeated, doesn't matter by who, make me smile? And it would, no matter who it is. And um, I think for that reason, and I think just just the sheer denial of him of second term, I think is the most important thing. So I'm going to come out and say, I mean, there's still the Democratic convention that's going to happen. You know, I don't Biden know. Biden already clinched. Huh? Biden clinched. Oh, he clinched. He got the. Okay. He got the 1900 or whatever you need. 1200. Oh, 1900. I I think it's 1200. And um, Andrew, how many how many votes do you how many delegates do you need to clinch? A candidate must win at least 15% of the vote in a particular contest in order to receive any delegates. That's how many he got. Okay. Well, all right. So Biden is officially the nominee. There's no more brokered convention. It is now a choice between Biden and Trump. And I'm going to go ahead and say, after being like, I will never vote for Biden, he's a piece of shit, whatever. I think just the sheer fact of denying Trump a fucking victory in 2020. And I think that just hearing that he's defeated would make me so happy. I don't care who it is. I'm going to, I'm going to support Biden. Are we going to do an election night thing? We should do an election night thing. I think that would be great. We could do a live thing probably. Okay. Um, But no, actually I don't want to do a live thing because everyone else will be doing a live thing, but we can do like a, a night of thing. We'll just get fucking drunk and, Dude, I'm so fucking down with that. Yeah. Um, I, I will I will vote. I'm going to vote for Biden. And I'm going to actually put his name down. I'm going to check <clears> mark <throat> it in. I'm going to vote for Biden. Gay. <laughs> yeah, I'm Skip. not voting for Ask. Biden. But but I think it doesn't matter. Like you said, it doesn't matter. But I want to be a part of the reason why he's denied. Even if it's as little as being a Marylander that just fucking votes for the Democratic nominee. Yeah. I didn't want to do this. I don't like Biden. I don't like him at all. I liked him a couple years ago. I liked him while he was Biden's vice president. But like the things that have come out about him, uh, you know, his the sexual misconduct accusations. I, you know, there are two evils here. One's just the fucking devil and one is just the demon. I'm going to fucking... I'm going to vote for the demon. I think your struggle that you've just illustrated is something that a lot of people have been having recently and they will be having throughout the entire summer and into the fall. I mean, I I'll tell you right now as someone who's got their finger on the pulse, a very good portion of the people who are talking a lot of shit about like, I would never vote for Biden. Like they will 100% vote for Biden because they'll get in that booth And then they'll be like, well, there's a lot of fucking Trump people here. I really need to make sure my vote counts. So like you aren't going to be alone in the the group of people who are like, I don't want to vote for Biden, but I feel like I have to because I can't have Trump. 
And I don't hate that. I'm not, I'm trying to be more accepting. I'm trying to be like more chilled out about people, other people's stuff and not be calling people stupid and being, you know, but like, I'm not voting for Biden, but if you want to like, that's you. And like, I get it. And like, that's definitely like something that will help him win is the people have to put aside their, it's not about, it's not even about Biden winning. It's It's about about, Trump losing. It's about defeating Trump. Mm -hmm. I feel like just to see his face when he's like, I'm defeated would be so. And, And by the way, I think all of this protesting and everything, I think it continues. I think it needs to continue. I think, you know, when Biden gets in the office, it's going to be a lot of work that needs to be done still. I mean, well, it's Biden not already just, said that he doesn't fuck with the defunding the police thing. Right, 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 right. Exactly. So I the mean, momentum needs to stay. The momentum needs to stay, but at least it ends the constant need for the, the wanting of an, a, like a disgusting fascist authoritarian type of thing going on you know i mean biden still represents a lot of the corporatism and like you know he's he's the mainstream he's you know he's just the status quo of normal lobbyists and things like that but at least we get rid of fucking tear gassing protesters to get a fucking photo op in front of a goddamn church at least it fucking ends the muslim ban you know the unconstitutional uh ban on on people from certain countries due to their religious beliefs, you know, and he even what Biden bothers me in so many ways. He supports the fuck to the finishing of the fucking wall, the fucking border. I mean, that's fucked up, but, um, Trump is worse just a little bit, just a little bit worse, a lot of it worse, actually, I think. And, uh, I think it's just important to see him defeated. I want to see him cry. We, I mean, I want to see if he actually leaves, but that too. I mean, I'll meet you somewhere in the middle where obviously Biden will not be as bad as Trump because Trump is pretty much the worst option for a president and his administration is like probably the worst administration that we've ever had. I think Ted Cruz is worse, but go ahead. Okay. There are people who would be worse than than Trump, but uh, people who were serious contenders. Ted Cruz yeah. was never a serious contender. Yeah. I mean, like again, fuck Joe Biden so hard. I it's gonna suck having Joe Biden you, as president. You, come with me, man. No, nope. come with me to the, this will never this happen. Man. No. By the end of this, by come on, no, nope. that's not. I will never vote for Biden. That, but that being said, because like, because I would... if you and I vote for Biden, it counts as two votes. God, you suck. <laughs> you <laughs> on, suck man. so bad. No, I'm not voting for Biden. I'm, I'm probably going to vote for Howie I'm, Hawkins. Huh? Probably voting for the Green Party guy. If you want to get rid of bipartisan politics, part of that is uh, showing up for third-party people and sort of showing that they are a, uh, a viable source. Um, I'm not giving Joe Biden a vote. Uh, he will win Maryland. We don't run on a popular vote system. So like it, it doesn't really matter in that sense. Maryland is like a clincher for the Democrats. But all this being said, I will be way happier that Biden is in the White House than Trump 
but there still will be need for um, every demonstrating and protesting, but we're just shifting gears a little bit. Things will still be fucked, but they will not be as like they, they will be like normal, bad, shitty, neoliberal leader. Fucked. They won't be every fucking day is a crisis because we have a soft dick wannabe dictator in there. So come with me. No. Nope. Come with me. Nah, man. Come with me to the promised land. No. Oh, God. If this is the promised land, we're going to put a fucking bullet in between my eyes. Come on, man. Please. I, you nope. can't leave me hanging. I thought you were going to come with me. Did you really think I was going to come with you? Is that why you took your shirt off? To try and bribe no. me? <laughs> No, man, because, all right, here's the thing. You cannot use this against me until after he's elected. Biden. Okay. Okay? You cannot be like, you're a little boogum Biden bitch, you know? I will now say you're a little boogum Biden bitch because I don't even know what that means. I'm just saying you can't do that until after the election. So once he wins, I'm just going to only refer to as a boogum Biden bitch. No, actually, you can't ever. No, I can't ever because you won. Yeah. Because so, you're part of the solution, Jordan? So No. I'm not part of anyone's solution, believe me. Pinky promise, you're not going to use this against me. Even though you're I, only voting for Joe Biden to say you voted for Joe Biden for the optics. I guess so, yeah. I don't know. I just, I, I just had this moment of clarity. And I was like, I think this is important. Just the, you know, if, if someone who's on the edge of making that decision listens to this, yeah, I mean, this is the big debate around third party candidates that will no, always third, exist. Third, third party candidates are important, and I, I would love to vote for a third party candidate. But these these cu- last couple elections have been so crucial. Yes, and it's it's an interesting thing. Uh, and it is between two people. Going back to a future hopeful guest of the pod. uh the right honorable uh, Supreme General uh, Ralph Nader, he gets he talks about. God, I would fucking love to talk to Ralph Nader, dude. That would. Does he cost on cameo? Maybe we can pay him on cameo. <laughs> we could probably get like fucking uh, Jesse Ventura or something to do cameo. We'll just use the Patreon money to get some ridiculous dude. like old fucking politician. <laughs> I bet we can get love- Ted Cruz. Um. I think we should get Nick Mullins on, man. I think if you have the connections, we can get him on. Ugh. I mean, we pay him like a pay him thousand dollars to come on. Ugh. I'm not getting. I have no interest in getting like other podcasters on here, at least for like a while. Okay, but I just think he would take it for that, like him or Stavros, you know, or even let's let's go low, get Adam Freeman on here. God, you love talking about other podcasts on our podcast. Oh, that's I should stop. Um, um, but no, wait. Let on. me just finish my little train of thought thing because the Biden versus Trump thing—it's very important right now. And I'm not going to make this a long spiel. I'll try not to. But like, there is a lot of like people who right now are debating. Like, I hate Biden, but I need to vote for him because uh, third party votes are just a throwaway for the person who. Like is either incumbent or the person who like we don't want to win. And that's a big thing with Ralph Nader. He got a lot of like people fucking hated him when he ran because they said that his 
vote split the like progressive vote and he was the reason why Al Gore lost. It is. And then like let's be honest it is. I mean it kind of is, but like at the and same it's also why Hillary lost. Huh? It's also why Hillary lost. What cuz if, if you took Sanders? all the votes if you took all the votes for no 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 not Sanders. If you took all the votes for Jill Stein and fucking what's his name? Gary Johnson in all those states the important states like Michigan and Pennsylvania and all that, mm-hmm. he, she would have defeated him. Yeah. I mean, in that, even just Gary Johnson, if you took away fucking what's her name, Jill Stein, if you know, she would have won. Yeah. Hillary won. And that's a, a very like topical debate right now is third party candidates. Do they help or do they hinder? Uh, they help in a, in a clear uh, in a situation where it's clear that it doesn't really matter, right? Mm-hmm. Like, like let's say, fucking, what was it? Um, I don't know, just any election that like was before Trump or Obama. You know what I mean? Like those elections were kind of just like, eh, they're both kind of like whatever, you know? Yeah. So I, but yeah, and right now we're not at that. We're at the radical. And the, and the mainstream, basically. I wish that, I mean, this would never happen, but obviously, like, Bernie Sanders getting the publicity and the celebrity status that he did from 2016 and then from his failed attempt in 2020 really bolstered the DSA, put them on the main stage, and, I mean, they should be third party, but they're fucking part of the Democratic Party or whatever. So, like, it really gave them a lot of name recognition. They got a lot of members. They got a lot of stuff. And they were able to, via the coattails of Bernie, get some people into local offices. Like, Chicago has a decent amount of DSA. Like, they have, like, candidates. Like, there are DSA candidates that won a bunch of stuff. It's am- I mean, it's amazing. I mean, Ber- Bernie has done a lot. He's too old to run again. But what I'm, yeah, but what I'm trying to get at is I wish that that would happen also with like the Green Party people or like the Communist Party people who are running where like, and that's kind of why I want to, well, I'm going to vote Green for Howie is that like, my hope is that if he gets enough votes, then that will bring some awareness to third party stuff and like green party stuff. And then maybe get some, you know, small scale green party people in. Yeah. Um, and that's important for sure. I mean, that's idealistic um, because at the end of the day, I don't believe in electoral politics and electoralism is a joke. And the American electorate is. What do you mean? The American. What, what would you want? What would you want as your ideal system? then? Oh, that's a whole other episode. This is going to piss me off. Electorate stuff in America as of right now, just it doesn't work. We need to. Or democracy in general, though. Yeah. A a direct democracy. Direct democracy, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Jesus Christ. No, you scared me for a little bit. I was like, is this motherfucker authoritarian? But um, yeah. Okay. But I get no, scared the, sometimes you. The electoral process in America is completely broken and it is completely flawed. Okay, but you can fix whatever. But I'm just saying, like, at the end, like, I, everyone should be voting and voting is important, but like, if I you, would if be remiss if I didn't say that, like, voting is fucked in this country. If you, were, if you were God and you were able to put in your own fucking, like, system of electing, would it, are you appointing? Are you fucking democratizing? 
Are you, what are you doing? What's your thing? It would be somewhere around um, very localized uh, representative bands forming different coalitions and stuff like that. Yeah, so that sounds like, you know, just like classic communism stuff. Essentially, yeah. It, w- it would be a collection of Soviets who represent different interests or different But areas. they're elected. They're elected. Yeah, they're elected frequently. Um, I mean, the five-year plan stuff, like, I don't really have a problem with because then they have a goal and something to work towards, but... It, Are you referring to Stalin's five-year plan? The idea of a five-year plan, which was implemented, I believe, by Lenin the idea of having five-year plans as goals to work towards, I don't have a problem with that idea in the abstract. I'm not saying I am defending any of his specific five-year plans, but the idea of here's what we're going to work towards in the next X amount of years. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I just have a lot of problems with Stalin. I mean, Lenin's whatever, but. Well, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to defend Stalin. I'm not a fucking tanky, but it's like, I don't know, dude. You're kind of weird sometimes. No, I think you're kind of just a puss sometimes, and it freaks you out. I'm not a puss, dude. I just, I do believe in just fucking everybody having a say in something. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's all it comes down to. Is like, I, I like socialism because everyone puts in something, and you get some out of something out of it. And I just want everyone to be putting in something to get something out of it. Yeah, but when it comes no, to elections. Yeah, I just don't agree with any authoritarianism at all. I'm very no, one, I, no one brought up any authoritarian stuff except for you I when I said that the electoral system is flawed. Like, the idea of electoral college is fucking stupid. There need, if we're going to do elections, there needs to be a popular vote across the board. Yeah. But are you going to complain when that popular vote is someone stupid? I mean, I guess you can complain. Yeah, I'll fucking complain. But, like, I'm not going to be, like, spend but two, three, four fucking it's years freak out of it. Yeah, I mean, the fucking people have spoken and... Is what it is. If Until we, next. Yeah, pretty much. Um, we got to end up. We're at an hour 15. Cheers to the best episode we've had, I think. This is a great episode. You think so? This is definitely a no, good one. No? You don't think so? Oh, no. I mean, I don't fucking remember a lot of them. <laughs> Whoopsie. No, no fucking jokes. Did we have any jokes this time? Yeah, we had some jokes. We had a few jokes. Um, we had some gaffes, some goofs. We lived and laughed and loved. Um, thank you guys for listening. If you made it this far. Um, oh, we got a new country, Jordan. Oh God. What is it? Um, I got to look, hold on. Give me is a, it a white country so I can actually try and do an accent. <laughs> is it a white country so I can tell my mom about it? Um, we're Asian. I can do Asian countries. So technically that Indian one, that's Asia and I'm Asian. So it was okay that I did that. I hate you so much. Um, Spain. Spain, huh? Well, they conquered us. Hmm? (laughs) (laughs) God, I want to do it so bad. Do it, man. All right. So. I'm half Filipino, okay? And the Spanish conquered the Philippines. And they fucked us, and they destroyed us, and they fucking conquered us for a long time. So here I am. I'm going to do a racist fucking Spanish accent 
telling them thank you for listening. Okay, here we go. Your ancestors are looking down from Spanish occupied heaven right now, being like, do it, do it, do it, do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> the problem is, is that I don't know how the Spanish talk. How do they talk? You know? Yeah, they speak fucking Spanish, you dullard. Yeah, but they speak Spanish in a European way. It's not like Mexico. It's not like fucking Dominican Republic or anything like that. It's a, it's a different kind of Spanish. Just go ahead and dry. All right. Here we go. Thank you for listening. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Uh, find us on Patreon. Like and subscribe to our stuff. We have all the social media shit. We're trying. <laughs> Fuck you, Spanish people, for fucking conquering us and fucking raping us and shit. For you know, the Americans did too, but Spanish did first. But thank you. And uh, yeah, <laughs> you can ask us any questions at bolcheviks at gmail.com. You can subscribe to our Patreon, be, be a part of our Discord chats, you know. Uh, we talk about some interesting things there. And uh, subscribe to our Patreon to get uh, Patreon-only episodes. So, yeah. Thank you so much. We are the Bolcheviks. Be safe. Uh, fucking, also, Brandon Scott might be Baltimore's new mayor. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Her condom. Yep. <laughs>